It's Friday, May 6th, and this is Good Will Talk Daily. Great to be with you again today. Welcome back to Good Will Talk Daily on this Friday. We are ending the week together today, and I hope that you are looking forward to a wonderful weekend. Uh, May 6th is also an important day in my own ministry. Um, This is my fourth ordination anniversary today, and so I've been a pastor at Goodwill Church for four years, uh, and they have been blessed years, difficult at times, but God has always shown up, and it has been a joy to be a pastor of all of you here at Goodwill Church. So thank you for the privilege of getting to serve as your pastor. I'm looking forward to uh, much more time with you in the coming years uh, doing the work of pastoring, preaching, pastoral care, doing some weddings, baptizing some babies, all the fun things that pastoring has to offer. But today, we are diving back into 2 Timothy chapter 2. I'm going to read for us a sentence that starts in verse 24, finishes up at the beginning of 25, and we're going to be looking at that last little bit of this sentence in verse 25 today. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. This whole week we've been talking about what some of the characteristics you can be looking for in your pastors. And it's something that I've been really considering for myself over these last couple weeks as I have been moving towards this anniversary. And as I'm exposing myself to this passage and allowing it to to carve away at me, I'm noticing ways that I have fallen short in some of these uh, admonitions for pastors. We are to be kind to everyone. I, I know I've fallen short at that. We are to patiently endure evil, and I will be honest. There have been so many times when I have faced evil and I have not patiently endured. I've, I've, I've impatiently dealt with it. But to patiently endure it, that's, that's something I'm still working to attain. And this last one is especially difficult. To correct your opponents with gentleness. Correcting his opponents with gentleness. This is the opposite of the way that the world would tell us to correct our opponents, right? I mean, just, just go watch a little bit of a 24-hour news network program. Pick your favorite or your least favorite station. Watch it at like maybe 8, 9 o'clock in the evening. I do not think you will find gentleness as the tone used as people are correcting one another. You know, there are people out there who would say you don't have to worry about your tone, that your tone doesn't matter. What matters is the truth. And truth certainly matters. When we're dealing with um, false teaching, when we're dealing with people in our own lives like Hymenaeus and Philetus who are hurting the faith of others, when you're dealing with folks who are twisting the scriptures, it can be so easy and it is so very tempting to attack with anger, to try and tear the other person down. But that's not the goal According to Timothy, according to Timothy, we are to have a particular approach, a tone in our correcting. We are to correct our opponents with gentleness. We must not allow anyone to tell us that our tone doesn't matter. It does. How we speak, even to our opponents, matters. We correct our opponents with gentleness. The idea is that 
when we are running face first into opposition, especially when that opposition towards us is nasty or mean or slanderous or just straight untrue, we don't stoop to their level. You don't stoop to the level of people who attack you, but instead you respond with gentleness. Now, this is certainly not natural, right? This is not something that we do automatically, which is why we cannot rely on our own strength or our own ability to pull this off. We need to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit because gentleness is actually a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Let's look at that list of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Now look at this one. Gentleness, self-control. Gentleness is a part of the fruit of the Spirit, which means it is something that is created within us by the Spirit. It's not something we can manufacture it's not something that we can really, really work hard at, but rather it's something that we submit ourselves to because it is the Spirit working this gentleness out in us. That's part of what it looks like. We submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit's work in our lives, and a natural fruit of that Spirit working in us is gentleness. And so, in order to be uh, effective at this, in order to accomplish gentleness with those that we are trying to correct, those opponents that we're trying to correct, in order to do this, we must be regularly, daily, relying on the power of the Holy Spirit to do that in our lives. We simply can't do it on our own, which means we need to be people of prayer. When we are dealing with opposition, our immediate response ought to be prayer that the Holy Spirit's fruit would show up in our response. That Whatever you're facing today, whatever you might be facing this weekend, if you know there might be opposition at your workplace or opposition in your family, opposition among your friends, opposition even at church, respond with gentleness by first going to the Lord and asking His Spirit to work that gentleness in you that you might respond rightly. It is a prayer posture. It is a heart posture. And so, brothers and sisters, as we go into this weekend, we do so knowing that sometimes we end up in opposition with one another in the family of God and opposition with the world. That This happens as we are following Jesus Christ, as we're living after him, opposition naturally takes place. But we are to respond gently with gentleness. This is the mark of the love of God in our lives. And so, brothers and sisters, I, I encourage you to spend some time in prayer today, asking the Holy Spirit to be working his fruit out in your life that when you face opposition today or this weekend, that you might respond in gentleness. Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, we need your help with this. We are just not, it's not natural. We're not good at gentleness. When somebody opposes us, when, when we find ourselves in conflict, gentleness is not the first place we go. It's one of the last places we go. We want to win or we want to run. But Paul taught Timothy that he was to correct his opponents 
with gentleness, that he was to be kind to everyone. And there is no caveat. There is no asterisk. There's not a, a, well, you only have to do it in certain occasions. But no, kindness to everyone and correcting opponents with gentleness. Would we correct opponents with gentleness? Would we be known as Christians? Would we be known as pastors who are gentle and kind? God, work that spirit in me. Help me to lead as a pastor with gentleness and kindness. And I pray that the same spirit would work those fruit in my brothers and sisters who are listening to this, who serve in a variety of ways. God, would you work gentleness in their hearts that when they face opposition, they don't respond the way of the world, but in the way that you have called us to in Christ. We love you. We thank you for this time together. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you all for being with me again today. We're taking the weekend off. We'll be back on Monday. But until then, I hope that you're able to be in worship this weekend. Going to be another amazing time in worship. And uh, for those of you who are down in Port Jervis, your last weekend for about three months with Pastor Jose, who's about to head out on sabbatical. So... Great opportunity, even if you're not in Port Jervis, to go down and celebrate him and let him know you're praying for him as he heads off on sabbatical next week. God bless you. We'll see you on Monday right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.